ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. Welcome in to the Thursday, March 19th edition. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines. 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We will get into it with you this afternoon. We'll talk a little NFL. I've got the big stat sheet on seven straight days for the first time since 1994 that we have not had the MLB the NBA, the NFL, or the NHL. This is seven straight days since the year 1994. It's okay. I'm here for you. So what do we got today to start you off with? Well, not much story here other than Cam Brooks-Harris has entered the transfer portal. So what's that mean for Marshall? A spot on the roster opens up. That's what that means for Marshall. I didn't really get to know the kid very well, but I liked him. But you look at his limited time on the court, you look at what he, he brought to the table, and you were hoping that there would be more. Unfortunately, it didn't really manifest this season. And maybe he saw some writing on the wall, thought, okay, maybe I'm not going to crack this roster. Maybe I'm not going to get the starting lineup. Whatever the case may be, he is no longer going to be a part of the Thundering Herd. I'm just pulling his stats up right now. I'm going online, see what I can look at. Okay, he was in 19 games. He had an average of 15.2 minutes. Field goals, 30 made, 73 attempted. So he had a field goal percentage of .411. Three-pointers had eight, attempted 44. That is good enough for .182. Free throws made, nine of 13. That's pretty good. So 17... I'm sorry, 77 points. I'm not going to short kid, you know, shortchange the kid here. 77 points, 4.1 average. He had a rebounding statistic of 10 on the offensive glass, 48 on the defensive glass, so for a maximum of 58. And... You're not losing much. I mean, I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying he was a terrible kid. It's just this is going to make not that much of a, a impact on the thundering herd. Now, what's this mean again? It opens up a spot on the roster. It opens up, of course, your ability to put someone else on scholarship. That's what that does. Maybe the writing was on the wall. Maybe he kind of saw it coming. We got kids coming in. I'm not going to make it here. I'm going to have to pay for my ride. 
I'm going to go elsewhere. So they're freeing spots up now. I mean, it's sort of like free agency. I mean, the transfer portal really has become free agency to a degree. It's just more of a risk because you lose what you had. He had a spot on the team. Now, if there was a way to keep him on the team he didn't see was there, I don't know. But transfer portal strikes again. I wish they could well, but really as far as a impact on the team, impact on scoring, impact on defense, impact on everything, um, this is just maybe a, a small blip on the radar as far as what he was able to offer this season. Now, who's to say? He could have come back, been strong the next year. Who knows? And maybe he'll find an opportunity where he can go and get that opportunity and be strong. But, I mean, we're going we're gonna to put him. You got Tavion. You got Jared. You got Andrew Taylor. You got Bennett. You got Michael Byers. You got Jansen Williams. You got Darius George. You got Marco. You got Goran, you got Jeremy Dillon, you got Luke Thomas. We're going to put him. So that's what we're dealing with today as far as the transfer portal is concerned. Also, today in history, 1966, Texas Western becomes the first team to start five African Americans in the NCAA tournament title game, beating Kentucky. I believe Pat Riley was on that team as well. Of course, what's the significance here? We're talking about UTEP. Texas Western would then be known as now UTEP. So UTEP, big day for them, really. And really, I think this was a watershed moment because you look at Kentucky, you look at Texas Western at the time, and I think this is really a watershed moment that sort of started to herald the changing dynamic in college athletics, opening doors up for a lot more, I don't want to say integration, just opportunities for all, not just African-Americans, but anyone who wants to play college basketball. There was more opportunity here because, again, Texas Western beats Kentucky. I mean, Kentucky, basketball royalty. So you know it's a pretty big deal. All right, we're here until 6 o'clock. We'll get your phone calls in again at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255 to be a part of today's program. Of course, as I mentioned, the coronavirus has robbed us of sport. We are now seven straight days in without having Major League Baseball, the National Basketball Association, the NFL, of course, They don't play until later this year. They're still on the list. And the National Hockey League. So what do we do? Well, one, we're going to go over the stats for one. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to get into the stats, get your phone calls in, and I'm going to be reminding you throughout the hour of things that we're doing here on the local level because, again, we're in a state of emergency, at least in Cabell County. We are dealing with the COVID-19 outbreak. We're going to tell you where you can go as far as information. We're going to tell you about businesses that we hope you support. As a lot of people right now are suffering job loss or reduction of hours, 
lot of anxiety out there right now. So I'm here for two reasons. One, in the limited time I've got this hour, give you some information, and we're going to do that every day. And I want you to go to our website right now, wrvc.com, and this is an opportunity for you to help us out. We're trying to put together a list of people who are out there keeping the doors open in a figurative way, making sure that if you're trying to eat out, if you can't cook or you depend on external ways to get food, you can't go inside a restaurant, but you can get takeout, things like that. We're trying to help these folks out. And, of course, we've got a lot of information on our Facebook pages as well. But I want you to go to WRVC.com and find out what we're trying to do. And, of course, go to our Facebook page as well. We'll talk about it again a little bit later in the program. But when we come back from break, I want to talk about just how monumental this is. Seven straight days for the first time since 1994. What's that mean? We'll tell you about it when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We just found out that New Orleans Saint coach Sean Payton has been diagnosed with the COVID-19 coronavirus. He told ESPN that he wanted to reveal his diagnosis to help other people recognize the severity of the virus. And he'd all warnings and advisories from government officials. He said that he was fatigued but didn't have a fever or a cough, and he had one of the more mild cases of the virus. He also said he was making sure to practice good quarantine protocols while he was sick. So, again, this is something that you want to be aware of. You want to practice good practices. Yeah, I know that sounded funny, practicing good practice. But, yeah, you want to basically do all the things that are preventable that you can do, and we'll go from there. I mean, that's really what you can control right now. Do the social distancing, good hygiene. Make sure that you're living your life, but at the same time, make sure that you're just being careful, being safe, being smart, common sense, do things like that. So that's a... That's another story to add to the list, but things that are happening locally, I want to tell you about at least uh, in West Virginia because this is where we've got the latest information. Governor Justice making the announcement today that he's uh, shutting down service industries such as getting a haircut, getting your nails done. Places like that are going to be shut down. So as of midnight tonight, so, you know, gyms are added to the list, fitness centers. You have also restaurants, bars, and casinos. You can get takeout, curbside delivery, and carryout services. But at the same time, barbershops, hair salons, and nail salons are going to be ordered to be shut down by midnight tonight. And, of course... We're keeping track of everything as well. You go to our Facebook page, ESPN Radio, 94.1 FM and AM 930. If you search that, we'll have the latest local information for you there. Go to our website. Uh, We are helping out the local community by trying to put together a comprehensive list of where you can go if you're trying to get takeout, curbside delivery, carryout service. And let's be honest. 
Not everybody can cook. Not everybody has the ability to. Where they're working, if they're working long shifts, if you've got essential service workers trying to find a, a meal, we're going to try to help everybody else best we can. And, of course, stay locked on our Facebook page. And every day that I'm on, I'll give you all the information I can as well as we try to cope with this in a meaningful manner at the same time. We're still going to talk sports. Sorry, I can't do the best movie thing. I can't do the uh, I can't do the classic games thing. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I got to talk what's going on today. I just I can't do that. So we're going to do what we can do the best of our ability. And as I told you earlier, this is the first time. We thank the Elias Sports Bureau. They keep track of everything because that's all they do. This is the first time since the 1994 MLB strike where there will be no MLB, NBA, NHL, or NFL games for at least seven consecutive days. That year, 23 straight days without those sports from August 12th to September 3rd as the NFL kicked off its season on September 4th. Since 1930, this will be just the fifth time we have gone at least seven days without any of those sports playing. You want to start from the top and work our way back in time? Let's do that. So from August 12th to September 3rd, 23 straight days. This is 1994. So MLB strike, we get into the NFL season. All right, we've got NFL games, thank goodness. And then back in 1981, June 12th to August 9th, 59 days straight during the MLB strike a long stretch there. We're talking seven days here. Those poor people in 1981 went 59 straight days. I was there. I was in 1981. Uh, April 9th to April 19th of 1943. I was not there. I'm not going to make a Woody Woodrum joke. Sorry. I, I hope he's listening today, though. 11 days off from the end of the Stanley Cup final to the start of the MLB season. So, 11 days, eh, not too bad. You, 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 can, you can manage that. I mean, 1943 was a tough year. April 4th to April 13th of 1930, 10 days off from the end of the Stanley Cup Final to the start of the MLB season. So really, you've got that gap in 1930, you've got 1943, you've got that 11-day gap, and 1981, you've got a strike, which causes a gap of 59 days, and then you've got the MLB strike, which in 1994 caused a gap between any sport that we care about, 23 straight days. Now, what's going to happen here in the near future? Well, let me tell you. The latest day into a calendar year that an NBA season has ended, including playoffs, is in the 1998-99 year. That ended on June 25th with the Spurs winning everything. They won the whole thing, the Spurs. And that was a lockout-shortened season. That didn't begin until February 5th. And teams have played between 63 to 67 games this season. The last time that uh, teams had fewer games in the regular season was either the lockout-shortened 2011-2012 season at 66 games or the lockout-shortened 1998-99 season. That was 50 games. Those are the only two times in the last 60 seasons where NBA teams played fewer than 70 games. Now, the latest that an MLB season has started May 1st, done five times in the 1800s. And according to Elias 
Last time was 1883. 1883. Again, uh, no gratuitous Woody Woodrum joke there. I wish he was here, though. I'd have fun with him right now. The latest starting date in the modern era is April 25th in 1995, following the 1994-95 MLB strike. But you didn't know this. The fewest games played by any team in the modern era since 1900 is 103 by four teams in the strike-shortened 1981 season. Teams played between 103 and 111 games that season. The only other season where teams played fewer than 120 games, back in 1994. That was the strike-shortened season. Again, 112 to 117 games. The last time no MLB team played more than 100 games was in 1882. 1882. Now, on to the National Hockey League. The last day in the calendar that an NHL season ended, including the playoffs, was June 24th. June 24th. That happened twice. In 1994-95, that season, the Devils won the Stanley Cup after a lockout-shortened season that saw the season begin on January 20th. And then... And the 2012-2013 season, another lockout-shortened season, saw the Boston Bruins win the Stanley Cup on June 24th. The season began on January 19th. Teams have played between 68 and 71 games that season, um, or this season, I'm sorry. They have played between 68 and 71 games this season. That would be the third-fewest games in the NHL modern era since here are the years. 1967 to 68, both the 2012-13 and 94-95 seasons had 48 games due to lockout. Now, here's where it gets interesting. College sports, this is the first time ever that the men's and women's basketball championships have been canceled. First time ever. It's unprecedented. We've never had it happen before. And so the men's and women's basketball championships canceled by the NCAA. It is the first time that has happened for the majority of winter and spring sports. Now, the exception, college wrestling. It had its championship canceled from 1943 to 45 because of World War II. So outside of a war, really uncharted ground here. Now, for those of you who are horse racing fans, you might know this, but for the rest of the world, This might be news. The Kentucky Derby has never been canceled. Never, ever, ever. Has only been postponed once in history. You know what was happening that year? It was 1945. There was a world war going on, number two. That year, the race was held on June 9th. It is believed to be the longest-running, uninterrupted sporting event in America, the Kentucky Derby. So you know they're going to run that. Sometime in the future, that will be run. Now, UFC. Dana White was one of the last holdouts. The last time there were over 30 days between UFC events was between UFC 150 and UFC 152 after UFC 151 was canceled. You remember this? Dana White called John Jones's coach, Greg Jackson, a Bleep, sport killer. 
Sorry, I didn't have a bleep. We don't have a budget for a bleep. Sorry. This was after Jones refused to fight um, on eight days' notice to save the card. Get eight days. Hey, can you save the card? We need you to fight in eight days. Are you kidding me? So, UFC, I think we'll be okay. We'll be okay there. Tennis, we don't know yet about what's going to happen with Wimbledon and the U.S. Open. The French Open will be the final major of the 2020 calendar year. The French Open has always usually been the second major played during the calendar year, but not always the case. From 1978 to 86, it was the first major of the calendar year with the Australian Open being held at the end of the year in December. So we don't know what's going to happen there. Soccer or football. This is the first time that the European Championship has been postponed. The only times that the World Cup was canceled and postponed, 1942 and 1946, again, because of World War II. It took a world war to stop the World Cup. Now, NASCAR, something that's near and dear to a lot of your hearts, NASCAR was forced to postpone races for the first time since the 2001 season when it postponed the New Hampshire 300 following the attack on September 11th. So if you see the trend here, you see a major military conflict, a global conflict militarily, in NASCAR's case, a terrorist act. And other than that, we are getting to the point where this is uncharted territory. And the NFL has never started later than October 1st. That was the 1922 season, according to Elias. So, again, thanks to the Elias Sports Bureau. We appreciate them. They always come up with the good information. So what's that tell you? How serious this is for a lot of people? Because I didn't even talk about, because I don't have those numbers. I can't really give you all the details there. But all of the high school tournaments that have been closed and canceled and all the other sports that maybe you follow, that have been impacted by this. But the big ones are, of course, Major League Baseball. Right now, we're in limbo there. The NBA, we're in limbo there. The NFL, they haven't been impacted totally yet. The draft is going to be completely different. Free agency and all of the business of the league going on right now, albeit in a different matter, I'm sure. And then the National Hockey League, there have been a couple of moments in time where the Stanley Cup was not awarded, but at the same time, they're looking at ways to maybe play for the Cup this year. I'm going to be quite candid with you. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it because there's so much uncertainty right now. That's the thing. And I'm not trying to pile on to anyone's fears or apprehension, but we just don't know. We completely don't know. Now, with that said, there's some opportunity for you here because I'm sure eSport is going to start booming for some. That's right, eSport, which a few years ago, not a sport in some people's minds, and it's one of the biggest things going right now. You don't necessarily need a big arena for that. I mean, it's crazy. And let me tell you right now, it's crazy that people would pack an arena to go watch eSport. But it happens. So... All you have to have is a good connection, and maybe you can have eSport as sort of a hey, quick, I need to watch something. Oh, look, somebody's playing FIFA online. 
And I've seen some leagues already start simulating some games, simulating schedule. I mean, which is novel. It's a novel idea. Maybe it's not for you because there's no, there's no NCAA basketball game on a current platform to go simulate that stuff. There's, there's no college basketball game. There's no college football game for you to go and get ready. Of course, you can talk about those old PlayStation games, and that's fine, but those things are, unless you get the updated rosters from those people who have not let go yet and that are updating the video game every year with the roster import feature, unless you're getting that kind of fix for your college sports. And I'm sure some of you are maybe like digging out the PlayStation right now, the old one, getting that thing dusted off, hooking it back up, getting the old Xbox out, get you a little college football fix. Uh, I did have um, I did have the college basketball game. I think it was for PlayStation back in the day. But eSport could be a thing right now. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to – we're not going to sit here and comment on eSport, but talk to me in six months. Talk to me in six months. Hopefully I'm still here and we're talking about – well, what are we going to do now? And that's the thing. We don't know yet. We honestly don't know. But at the same time, I kind of understand, again, this is unprecedented, but it's always comforting to have sport. It's very comforting to know that whatever's going on, you can turn on the game and just for a few hours. By the way, Speaking of turning on the game, we got something cool going on tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. We're going to have a series of classic Kentucky ball games. And I know Bill Cornwell, the big UK fan that he is, is completely excited for this. I'm sure he's going to be gathering by the radio tonight. He's going to have a bag of chips, popcorn or something, and he's going to turn on Cat Sports and he's going to listen to a game he already knows the outcome of, but he is excited, and if you're a U.K. fan, it's pretty cool what we're doing. We'll tell you about it when we continue on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. We're taking me everywhere, and you don't even have to quarantine me. I'll be everywhere, and I'll be safe from you. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Okay, so how bad do you want to watch basketball? How bad? Are you like, okay, I'm okay, I'm fine. Are you going back watching some classic games? Are you having shakes and shivers because you want to watch some sports while you try to weather this out? Well, the big three is here for you. The Big Three plans to launch a reality show. It's going to be quarantined, by the way. A quarantined reality show-style three-on-three tournament in April. Yes, you heard that correct. And, of course, you can thank Mogul Ice Cube for this. They're having conversations with multiple TV networks. They were doing this since last week because they saw the need. And... They are in belief of this tournament will garner international interest and, of course, people who are just dying for basketball. Here are their plans. This preseason tournament will feature 16 to 22 players from the Big Three who are negative for the coronavirus, and they will be quarantined in Los Angeles 
former NBA standouts such as Joe Johnson, Zach Randolph, Greg Oden, they could participate in the tournament as well. But there, of course, will be details to be worked out. So here's what the story says, and then here's what I'm going to say. To assure the league is operating under safe conditions, players will be quarantined in a large home provided by the league. Yes, because let's quarantine everybody together in a home. A basketball court facility will be built on site. If a player breaks quarantine at any point during the tournament, he would be eliminated and removed from the premises. Okay, I'm interested in that. The games and the players' daily lives will be captured on camera for added drama and storylines. That's because I need storylines in my sport. I have the WWE. I have AEW. already have the drama and storyline in my sport. Thank you. The production crew will be stationed nearby but off-site from the player. So, hey, you guys do your own thing. We'll be over here. There will be seven rounds of games with teammates reshuffling after the first round. When a player accumulates three losses, he is eliminated. Cash prizes totaling millions of dollars will be awarded for first, second, and third place individual winners. So, they are under the belief, and I'm paraphrasing here, they're going to do it through, they're going to protect their players, they say. They're going to do it through proper testing and quarantine, and they're going to give fans, they believe, safe, entertaining basketball, get everybody through the pandemic. And you know what? That's cool. That's cool that you want to come and give somebody some entertainment, help people take this off their mind for a little while, give them something to to be a distraction, and I'm all for that. But there are people who can't get tests today that have symptoms, and yet we're going to have proper testing for these uh, basketball players. So what's that say? What's the look there? That's not a good look. The optics on that. You can't get a test, but these these players can. They can get a test. They're going to do proper testing. I'm interested to see how it, it plays. I'm, I'm just curious. And, again, I, I just bring that particular point up because there are people that want to get a test. They maybe are in the right demographic for the test or they have the right criteria. And we're talking, oh, hey, we're going to quarantine these players in this really nice house. We're going to get them tested, and then they're going to play basketball for you in a reality-style game. Okay, I get it. I get where you're going with that. And if you can get, and maybe if they're doing a private firm, I get that completely as well. I understand. You know, money talks, right? Money talks. But this will be coming maybe to a television or streaming service near you. Uh, I don't know what uh, is going to happen to the basketball tournament. We haven't heard anything definitive on that yet. I'm kind of curious. I am thinking that's going to be pushed or done away with, depending on how far and how deep we get into this without any resolution, but that's another thing. Yeah. Can you now, in the wake of all this, have the basketball tournament? Can you do that? Can you be the first one to break through and say, oh, look, we're doing it. We're doing it. It's going to be quarantine. We're going to be safe. We're doing it. We're, we're going to have this thing. And I'm sure this thing relies on a lot of gate, and that's not going to be there. So that's where we're at today. Ice Cube and the Big Three will prevail and come through. I'll say this, though. Just on the surface, it's intriguing to me. The We're going to quarantine them. We're going to test them. Thing. I, again, I, 
I get it. I completely get it. And I want to keep these guys safe too. I want to keep everybody safe, but it's like, yeah, it's just nonchalant. Like, yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna quarantine them, we're gonna test them. Nobody can get a test for just like right that. Nobody. I mean, Sean Payton got a test. A few famous people are popping up on on all your socials with, hey, I've I've got this, I got tested. I can't just roll over and get a test right now to make sure I'm safe. And you can't either unless you have the same symptom. So I'm just kind of concerned that, hey, you know, good idea. Um, I just don't know how that's going to play just for a few people, the optics on there. The optics are um, are not looking good right there. So we're going to take our next break, come back. We'll wrap this one up for you here on today's edition of The Drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Speaking of Mike Hamrick, uh, I'm sure he's had his hands full over at Marshall with everything going on. Of course, Conference USA canceling spring sport competition. And now... Big Green canceling a few events and making some schedule changes. They made that announcement today. So you've got the cancellation of classes. You've got sports and other events are being canceled or postponed as recommended by the CDC, the release reads. And so following Big Green events have been either canceled or postponed. April 11th, the Men's Basketball Awards Banquet has been canceled. So no banquet in April 11th for basketball. Now, the football alumni golf tournament scheduled for April 24th. That has been postponed. April 24th as well was going to be the Big Green Dinner and the Marshall Awards Ceremony. Poorly named the Herdsby, by the way. Poorly named, but I'm just being consistent, folks. I've been saying this poorly named for years. It's postponed. On a serious note, that's been postponed. And, of course, you know, that makes sense. The fountain ceremony also postponed for April 25th. And the spring football scrimmage, as you are aware, set for April 25th, postponed. So, really, only thing that has been canceled was the men's basketball awards banquet. Now, the coaches tour events in May and June, those are up in the air right now. Honestly, Depending on what happens here in the next few weeks, we don't know. Those could be moved back. Those could be postponed. Those could be something that get rescheduled for another time in the calendar year. I don't know. And that's where we're at right now. I don't know. But at the same time, uh, it is good that um, there's still some hope there. Because there's some big events. Those are some big events. And, of course... Fundraising is going to be put on hold, I'm sure, not because everybody's just hunkered down and, and bunker mentality. It's just, you know, right now, Mike Ambergen said it best, you know, right now it's not the time just to go out asking for money. They've got stuff in the works. They're trying to still raise money for the baseball park. And every day-to-day operation that needs funding at Marshall still needs support. So let's hope that we can get the big green rolling Again, and getting all these events back to some sort of normalcy, get them back on the schedule. But 
once we can have the spring game, I think every, once the spring game is a thing, I think we're going to see more of these things. Of course, I think the fountain ceremony, the spring game, that's all probably going to coincide. The big green dinner, that's a big deal. The golf tournament for football, that's a big deal as well. Coaches tour events. We'll see. Maybe they condense a few events. Maybe they go and have a full schedule of it. I don't know. By the time we all can get out of the house on a regular basis and actually be out and about in larger groups, maybe just maybe we're going to have a huge demand for these things. People are going to be so stir-crazy at that moment. Of course, uh, we're here for you as well. I appreciate you tuning in to today's edition of the show. Uh, I'm going to be quite honest with you. It's been very difficult over the last few days. It's not a hardship compared to what most of you are going through. And so I'm not even going to try to compare that, but it's kind of been difficult to do this show. Um, on the one hand, we've got a serious issue. And on the other hand, um, I'm here to make you smile. I'm here hopefully to make you laugh. I'm here to make you go, what the heck did he just say? I can't believe that. And, of course, uh, throughout the week, next week as well, hopefully, you can call the program and explain what I said that you didn't like. I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to that point where you go, what? No, i got to call Paul. So, hey, uh, we'll keep you covered right here. I do remind you, though, if you're looking for something that's pretty cool, we've got going on tonight on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Uh, we're going to be airing classic U.K. basketball games from the Kentucky Sports Network. That's coming up tonight, 7 o'clock. So if you're looking for a ball game from the year 2012, the year 2012, Ah, uh, I remember the year 2012. I actually believe I was, I think I can remember where I was at for this. Kentucky versus Louisville, March 31st, 2012. I think I was at Roosters. I was rooting for Louisville at the time because I was uh, hanging out with a girl who was a UK fan. So, of course, I'm going to give her grief over the Louisville Cardinals beating the UK Wildcat. It didn't happen that way. I'm just saying, I, I was taken side. I took the Louisville side only because. Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, you can listen to Kentucky Classics. We've got the full list on our Facebook page, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. Uh, Kentucky versus Ohio State from 2011 is going to be on there. Uh, Kentucky versus Duke back in the 70s. Kentucky Syracuse, April 1st, 1996. I remember that game as well. I, I remember. I was watching that game. That was a good game. Kentucky versus Utah from 1998. Kentucky versus Kansas, April 12th. I'm sorry, April 2nd. My mistake. April 2nd, 2012. And, of course, all these games on Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So looking forward to that. And, again, as you're going to our social media feeds, we got several things for you. Uh, we're going to have a lot of information for you as far as who to call, where to go, closures, Openings as well. You go to our website at wrvc.com. We get a form for you to fill out if you are a restaurant and you are offering services and you want to get the word out. We're going to help you do that. So go to our website at wrvc.com. Fill that form out, and that way we can tell everybody who's open, where they can go to support local business. And we appreciate everyone who is out there right now staying open following the regulations and guidelines, but still out there providing services. We do appreciate you for doing that. 
because eventually I'm going to have to go through one of your drive throughs eventually. Eventually it's going to happen, and I'm going to be in that point soon. I'm sure that I'm out looking for a meal. I need fed, and somebody's going to be taking good care of me. I'm going to appreciate that. And, of course, uh, I'm not sure. Check with your your favorite restaurant, your favorite local business. Uh, I'm not sure how it's going to work as far as the like Grubhub and DoorDash, things like that. But I know for most of these businesses, uh, they do have the option. You can call ahead, and they'll deliver it right to your car. So check with your particular restaurant. Of course, keep looking on our social media sites. Keep looking on our website. We'll get you all that information so we can help you find someone to take care of you. Or we can help our local businesses and our service providers as well. So all that information constantly on our Facebook page, constantly going to be on our website as well. I want to thank our producer, Spencer Dupuis. For Spencer, I'm Paul Swan. This has been The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Back tomorrow. We're taking it day by day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.